God is so amazing. His love is so strong and powerful. Once more, we are back with Pursued by the Heart of God. And I just want to thank you for joining once more as we continue to look on forgiveness. Last time we looked at a mother that was experiencing um, such tremendous struggle with not just self-forgiveness, but also forgiving her father for an abortion that was done at the age of 17. Today, we're going to continue on Pursued by the Heart of God, showing the love of God. God's heart pursues us in so many different ways. And when we talk about forgiveness and the struggles that we have on a day-to-day basis for forgiving someone, and we are told in the scriptures that we ought to forgive as God has given us. It is a command of God to forgive and even though we know that it is something that God is, is expecting us to do and to be obedient to him and to follow what he says. But so many times based on the severity of what has been done to us or what we have done to someone else, forgiveness can be such a challenge. And so we find within our own selves time and time again, we're continuously asking for forgiveness or we're forgiving someone for what they've done. I know it is also said that words do not hurt and they'll say sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never harm me. But over the years, I've come to find out that words are very, very strong and powerful. Words are very hurtful. And not just words, but also when someone violates us, when someone abuses us, when someone say things about us that is not true. And not only that, then now we now go and now we, we try to, to, to do back to the person what they have done to us, and then we run into a problem with God. And so it is very challenging because we feel like, well, it's only right, it is justice that I act towards this person because of what they have done and said about me. And a lot of times it's like, well, I'm going to show you um, that I'm not a pushover. And a lot of times also the mindset is that when we forgive, it's, it's a sign of weakness. But forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. Being able to forgive someone is a sign of strength. It's not a sign of weakness. So I want to thank God for you um, listening and joining today. Today we have a guest with us, and we're going to continue talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you. And this is regardless of whether they actually deserve the forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, and neither does it mean condoning or excusing the offense. So forgiving someone doesn't mean that you're going to forget because sometimes whatever it is, sometimes it is such a a hurtful thing that has happened to you, and sometimes it, if it's a close family member or if it's a spouse or, or even children, sometimes it's harder to now be able to release that person in forgiveness because you're seeing them 
Sometimes you 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 hearing things about the person and they're sometimes saying things and and from if if it's a situation where you, where you were married and divorced you probably see the person with someone else and they seem to be happy and all of those things will 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 frustrate forgiveness. So it is not a simple and easy thing to do. So today we are joined by a young lady, a 29-year-old single mother of two, a divorcee. And we're going to just talk a little bit about forgiveness and how it has impacted her. What is it that is a struggle that she has had that she wants to share with us today? So we want to welcome you on Pursued by the Heart of God. My first question to you is this. Has there been a time in your life that you have struggled with forgiving someone that you felt I've done you wrong? Yes, I have struggled. I have struggled um, multiple times with unforgiveness, yes. Would you like to give us an idea or a situation that has happened that you want to talk about with us today, share with us today? Absolutely. So um, I was married. I was married for four years and my unforgiveness started um, after I found out my husband was cheating. He was lying, stealing, and you know the list goes on. He, there was a lot of violations that was done to me, so it caused me to be very unforgiving towards him. When did you get to the point where you felt like you were ready to forgive him? Or are you still at the place where you haven't forgiven him? Well, I have forgiven him. I have. And when I got to that place was when I accepted Jesus Lord as Christ and Savior. And I understood what it is that forgiveness was. Okay. I just want to pause there with you a little bit. Um, there's a key, something that is very powerful that you said is you said that you understood what forgiveness was. Yes. So forgiveness is letting go and allowing Christ to step in and vindicate what it is that the person has done. It also, I now my understanding is allowing God to take whatever revenge or to do his work in the person and not to cause harm onto the person, but more to more to have the person um how would I say that? Um like let let go of what the person have done to me. And by doing that, um by doing that, you know, I had to just allow God to come in and set whatever wrong was wrong, you know, whatever he did to me. Did that happen like overnight? Did it take a while? Was there sometimes back and forth that you felt like you just want to go out and, and avenge yourself of something? How did that play out for you? Well, it didn't happen overnight. It did not happen overnight. It took some months. It took some therapy. It took some prayer. It took some fasting. It, it took work. Okay, so you're saying that you sought professional help, professional counseling to help you, and you also had 
prayer and you fasted. And there was a lot of things that you did to empower yourself to yes. be able to forgive him or yes. to even get to the place where you actually released him and did not want to take revenge. Yes. Did you find that even though you went through those process, did you find that there were times after that that you still felt any resentment towards him or wanted revenge even after you've done all of those things? Yes, there has been times when like, you know, somebody will bring something up about him or, um, you know, just a memory. I hear a song or whatever the trigger was. There was a lot of, you know, resentment still, but it wasn't as strong where I hated him or I wanted to cause harm, you know, but there has been times when, you know, there's like a flashback, like something sudden happened and, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe he did this to me. And, you know, but I had to go back, you know, and remember what Christ says and remember that, you know, it's not about me taking care or trying to avenge this person. It's all in God's hand and it's all in his control. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that you said that you prayed about it and you fasted about it and then you placed it in God's hands and then you started, when you see him or hear about him, you would start having these feelings come back again that were challenging for you. How did that impact your 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 self-worth? Like, did you feel like, um, how, let me, you tell me, how did you feel about yourself? when you had this back and forth um, with feelings like you feel like you've forgiven him and then you hear something. How did that impact you as far as self? One of the things you talk about self-forgiveness and how difficult it could be to just release ourselves when we, are, when we have been done wrong. Yes. Well, um, releasing him and releasing him was very hard. So, um, put God, like just having, just knowing that I'm disappointing God and knowing that there's a requirement to forgive this person. And then I see this person and I'm like, oh my God, I can't stand this person. It, that, that's the part that I struggle with the most because I'm not living up to the standard of what God wanted me to do. So, there was always this back and forth feeling of, oh my God, I should let it go. But there's still this feeling of you hurt me. And, you know, and at one point I felt like this person was doing better than me. So in that moment, I'm like, so you hurt me. I'm supposed to forgive you. No, I'm not doing it. But then I had to go back. Like every time I would get to that point, I would have to go all back again, talk to God and reaffirm and, you know, whatever I had to do, pray, call somebody I trust, talk about it, call my pastor, talk about it or my counselor and talk about it. And they helped me along the way, you know, to get to the point where I could say, you know what, this happened. This is what happened to me. He did this. Now, am I going to hold on to it? Or am I going to release it to God? Releasing it to God to me is like saying, okay, God, I'm hurting. And this is what the person did to me. But your word said, vengeance is yours. You will vindicate. However you choose to do it, 
You know, God may never even do anything, you know, that I see. But I had to just put trust in God that he's working it out and he's going to vindicate. And it's up to him to do what he needs to do to better this person also and to practically save him too. I think something that you did was very powerful in the fact that you continued to reach out to others when you found yourself um, in trouble. And a lot of times, because of um, we might feel like we're bothering the person. Sometimes we feel like, well, I'm not going to go again. It's going to make me look this way. I'm yeah. going to make me look that way. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we need the help, yes. but we do not go back to the resources or the persons that we know that are there to help. Yes. And so I think being able to do that yes. was one of the factors that contributed to you being able to even now speak so freely about what has happened without oh, yeah. the hurt and without the, the anger and the bitterness and rage or anything else that came with that. Yes. So yes. that was really, really critical and important that you were able to identify yes. that you need help. Yes. And one of the most powerful things that impact forgiveness and wanting to forgive someone that has deeply hurt us is to be able to identify that I need help. Yes. And also not just that I need help, but there is help available. Um, one of the things that one of the reasons why we don't get help is sometimes there's shame yes, oh, and yeah. guilt. So did you experience that at some point? Did you feel at some point, well, you know what? I don't want to bother these people. You go ahead and tell us. Yes. There are plenty of times where I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm here again. Um, I'm going to bother my counselor. I'm going to bother my pastor. And there has been plenty of times when I felt like, you know, I probably should get over this. It's been a while now and I'm still not over it and I'm still going through it. And, you know, thank God I had a really great support system from my church and my church family. And they will always reaffirm me, reassure me, listen, if you're struggling, we got you. What you would know? you say to someone that is struggling with um, a deep hurt, like something you've experienced, their husband cheated on them. There was a lot of things that were done that was really evil to that person. And they don't have the kind of support system that you have. What would you suggest to someone like that? Okay, well, if you don't have the support that I have, you have to find a trusted friend that you can talk to. And also someone that is connected to God because um, someone spiritual in Christ, not just spiritual, but connected to Christ. Find somebody you can talk to and get some good feedback from them as in talking to them, you know, and yeah. I noticed that you emphasized um, someone that is, in Christ, why do you think that is so important? What would happen to someone that may not be in Christ? Would they still be able to be a, a, a listening ear to the person or, well, or Christ, help them? To? Christ is the truth, you know, and you want truth. You don't just want any old kind of information because 
people sometimes have baggages they have hurt too. So you want someone that has a set of principle that understand the foundation of what forgiveness is. So you can't just ask anybody for help because they may need some help too, you know? So you need somebody that is embedded. The word of God is embedded in them and forgiveness is always on the top of the list with Christ. He teaches us how to forgive and the things we should do, how we should behave, our speech, our behavior. So my advice would be find a Christian-like person and from there, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide you, you know, as to how much information you can give to that person and how much they can, you know, they'll be able to lead you. I'm glad you said... um those things that you, the way you said that, because another thing that is very detrimental to someone that is in need of help to speak about something that they need to talk about when it comes to releasing hurt due to something that was done to them, is finding someone that they could confide in. And sometimes people have come to other persons that they think that are Christians, and they end up being more damaged than they started out because now they've they're probably the person start telling other people about their business or the situation that has happened and that now has brought that person to some level of shame and pain uh, and and some level of pain yeah. so someone that is christ-centered someone and another thing you said they they actually are able to display the principles yes the scripture says that um, you should know the tree by its, by its fruit that it bears. Yeah. So um, it's critical that if you uh, if someone is looking for someone to confide in to help them through um, difficult situations that has happened that will that they will need to 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 um, practice forgiveness, then they would need to make sure that the person that they are revealing or talking to or expressing themselves or confiding in is someone that is able to help them with truth. Yes. That's something I heard you said, help them with truth. Yes. Because that person, you could you could speak to someone and like you said, some people have they also have their own situation and they might jump on a bandwagon and start telling you stuff that will really not help you. That's right. But yeah. let actually cause you to stay where you are or even think more well, about yeah. vengeance and get even more anger yes. and bitter. Yes. So it is very critical and important that we find someone if we're struggling with forgiveness and we're in need of help, that it is someone that we're able to confide in and trust that will tell us truth. Yes. And what I always, not to cut you, but what I... What I, what I always um, do is, and this is like my number one step, you don't just want to go out. There is a level of reaching out to the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. So my advice would be take some time and pray. Ask the Holy Spirit, look, I'm struggling. I need someone I can trust to talk to. I cannot do this on my own. The Holy Spirit then will lead you to someone because like you said, not everybody in the church is trustworthy because them too sometimes are struggling. 
they're probably struggling with them gossip spirits, you know? So they, 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 they can't manage. So, and it's not that they're bad people. It's just that they're, they have their struggle. We have, you know, I had my unforgiveness spirit, um, not spirit, but unforgiveness struggle. They probably have a gossip struggle. And that's the last thing you want to do because you're going to be the one hurt because you said some confidential stuff and now everybody in the church knows, you know, you and homeboy ain't working out. So you don't want that, you know? So I would definitely stress reaching out to the Holy Spirit first. So you're yeah. saying it's important that we pray it's and very ask, important. ask the Lord for help, for guidance, absolutely. for guidance. Yes. Um, what would you say to someone then that is not a Christian that do not have that, um, is not able to go in prayer and, and talk to the Holy Spirit and, and get that help. What would you say to someone that is not in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that, and they've come to you and, and um, you're aware that they're really struggling in a bad way with forgiveness? Okay, if they came to me? Yes. Okay. Well, 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 that's very good that they come to me because I already have the experience of what it is like to have unforgiveness. So if they don't have the love of Christ in them yet, that's the opportunity, one, for me to share who Christ is. And two, I could also, ex I could also use my experience to help them. If I can't help them the way I think they need professional help, I have a group of people that I could suggest to help them because I have my experience but there's probably deeper. So if they came to me, I would definitely recommend them to people that could definitely help them. And, you know, if they want that type of help too. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because um, that is showing compassion, which is very strong um, characteristic of a believer, of a Christian, having compassion because sometimes when it comes to someone that is not a Christian, we have a tendency to not um, put ourselves in the position where we are helpful. Yes. And instead of preaching to the person or beating them on the head with the Bible, they might just need a listening ear. They just might need to know that there's someone here to help me. And yes. I like how you said that you could also offer the person help and show them um, like a resource. So you guide them into some place or someone yes. where they could get some help, yes. which is very, very important. Yes. So in that way, you're also practicing Compassion, which is a, one of the strongest characteristics that a believer ought to exhibit, yes. especially if someone is in a crisis and, or trauma or abuse and, and is really hurting and needs some help yes. so that they'll be able to forgive the person. Yeah. Um, one last question I have for you. Okay. How has all of the back and forth um, with forgiving your ex-husband and you talk about being cheated on and those things that has happened to you. The, your person, your identity, how has that impacted your identity? Okay, so it has impacted me in many ways. It impacted me negatively and it impacted me positively. 
negatively um, when it came to my identity, I had to really rediscover who I am. And the old person was just, just this person, just walking around with everybody else's idea of who I am. But after the shift happened with becoming a Christian and understanding that there's really no condemnation in Christ and what people think about me and what this, that, not this, but th that situation that caused me to feel less about myself, you know, because when he cheated on me, one of the things that I had to deal with was like, oh my God, am I not good enough for this man that he would go out there and seek just love and attention from somebody else. So identity, yes, it rocked it. It also made me feel small because I did everything that I could do in the marriage for it to work and it, he just didn't want it to work also, even though he was the one doing the most of the you know wrong stuff. And that's how it impacted me negatively. I felt small about myself a lot of times, but positively due to that circumstance, I was able to reach out to my Christian friends and, you know, I was able to build a bond with different people that have different experiences as well with unforgiveness. So it helped me to grow as a person and the experience really drew me even closer to Christ because in those moments, I realized that Christ loves me, you know, and he's just on my team. He's just right there. He's just awesome and amazing. And it just brings a lot of hope where there was none. So, you know, that really impacts me and it changed me for the better. So, yes. Awesome. It's great. Awesome. I want to thank you for sharing with us today. It was tremendous. Thank you. Um, you speaking with us today about forgiveness and how it has impacted you. And I just want to say to you to continue to um, be encouraged and continue to be Christ-centered. And, and when you find yourself um, in a place, because that was one situation, but on a day-to-day -day basis, we have so many things going on that could actually impact us in a really bad way that we're going to need to be forgiven and also forgive others. Yes. So I thank you. Thank God for you coming today. You're welcome. On Pursued by the heart of God. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen today on Pursued by the heart of God. As we talk about forgiveness and how it impacts us in a real tangible way. I thank God for you and I just want to um, pray for you. Father, I just thank you right now for every person in the reach of my voice that has experienced hurt due to divorce, due to um, being cheated on and experiencing, oh God, such bitterness and feeling um, lack of self, like there is no value, that they're worthless and that they're not enough, Father. There are so many times that we enter into relationships and these relationships become very toxic and we walk away with hurt and all kind of pain and it's not just in marriage but also other relationships parental relationship with children we have relationship with co-workers and family 
all these different areas we have these intimate relationships that sometimes leave such a, a nasty uh, experience that affects us in a really bad way but father we thank you for your power of love the love that you have for us is so strong it is so powerful and we just ask you right now father for all the person that are listening that is experiencing uh, pain and hurt and 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 distresses and bitterness and wants revenge we ask you father for healing we ask you father that they'll have the resources to get the help that they need that you will visit oh god all the ones that are in need oh god father i thank you for your loving kindness and for your compassion that you have towards us to you we ascribe all glory dominion majesty and power even until forevermore amen may the lord bless you and keep you may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you may he lift his glorious countenance upon you and grant you peace until next time god bless you till we see you next time on pursuit by the heart of god